Hello, and welcome to Mama Moon's Journey. I'm your host, Emily Luna. Today, we are going to be talking about spirituality. Spirituality is very important to many families, and I'd like to share my own experience and what I've done to choose a spirituality that fits my family model, how to deal with social pressures, and empowering independence through education and choice. So sit back, relax, and prepare to hear the real. Hello, beautiful souls, and thank you so much for joining once again. Uh, This is a very exciting episode for me because I think this helps um, just kind of educate people a little bit about what their options are, and it does help to potentially break generational curses or social pressures that are on us um, as parents and as individuals. So I'm super excited to just share my experience and what my best practices have been um, in regards to spirituality. So I do want to start off by saying that spirituality can be defined many different ways as a lot of other things can. But um, a lot of people think when you talk about spirituality that you are either referencing uh, religious practices or that you are more talking about like energies and um, concepts that don't align with religion. So neither of those is necessarily correct and neither of those is wrong. So there's there's different things that spirituality is going to mean to different people. So um, I don't want to get that confused. I will say for me, spirituality means having the openness and the, the freedom to practice any form of you know, faith that you think is appropriate. Um, And when I say faith, I don't necessarily mean religion. So faith can just be like having faith in the energy that that you feel is in the world, different vibrations. Um, Or it could just be faith that you have in in improving your life through good works um, or acts of kindness. So it really just varies. And and for me, like that's what spirituality means is just having that freedom of choice and not necessarily identifying with a specific religion, kind of meshing whatever it is that you believe in into a good model for yourself. So when I reference spirituality, that is my definition. You can take it or leave it. But Yeah, we'll go ahead and jump right in. Um, I first want to share that I believe spirituality should be chosen. I don't feel that you should always adopt it from what your family or your friends or maybe your social environments look like because it may not always be right for you what everyone else is doing. Um, That's not to say that you should be disrespectful to other people's views because, of course, we want to be respectful of what people think and how they feel. Um, but it's also okay to not have to go with the the norm of what has been done maybe generations before you, or, you know, maybe just to, uh, be the outstanding person in a group full of people. Like that's totally okay. Um, So for me, I think choosing spirituality that fits your family model is very important. So what I mean by this is that you should fit a spirituality model into your family by considering all of the the variables that make up your family. So like, for instance, your spouse or significant other's um, spiritual 
or religious views are important. Your spiritual and religious views are important. Um, And depending on how old your children are or kind of like what has happened um, during their you know, developmental years, they may or may not have any sort of opinions or knowledge of spirituality or faith. So I think it's important to take all of that into consideration and to be open to kind of maneuvering the different things that are going to come up. So, um, for example, like my family, um, my husband, myself, and my three girls, we do not pray before bed. We don't pray really at all. Um, and, we just, we kind of just go with the flow. Like if people talk about God, um, which my mother does a lot because she is religious, um, and that's totally fine. Like that's, that's not a problem. We're not going to tell someone to not speak about God, but we don't necessarily, um, talk about God to our daughter. Like she, if, if you said God to my oldest, who is going to be five in a few months, she would have no idea what you're talking about. Like she knows the the saying, and I'm sure someone's going to get upset about this, but um, I apologize. It's just kind of ingrained in my vocabulary and the way I speak. But when you say, oh my God, that's what she would think of. She wouldn't think of, oh, a higher power or, oh, a God specific to a religion. Like she has no idea. And part of that is because I do not want to push religion on my daughter, um, because I do want to encourage her to make her own choices regarding religion. I will say that can also be very challenging because when there are other families that we see that do practice, um, it can feel like she's missing out on something. And so I just try to to deal with things as they come right now because she's still young enough that she may not care or understand and I don't feel that it's necessary at this point in time to try to teach her about all of the things related to religion or all of the different religious views that are out there because she's little. I'm sorry. It's just not the time for me to discuss that with her. She barely understands the concept of wiping her butt properly all the time. So we're just going to tackle one thing at a time. And so far the basics are a priority and the, the extras that will form her, her life later on, she can, we can work through that in a few years. So, um, that was a little bit of a tangent, but yeah, just choose a, a spirituality model that fits within your family views. If you and your spouse have different, um, religious or spiritual views, I think it's important to discuss what you would like to do within your family model to make that work and to respect both sides' um, views and maybe mesh the two. If that's not possible, then I think that's something you probably need to discuss one-on-one with your spouse or significant other um, just to kind of outline what you expect out of them in support of what you believe and what they expect out of you in, in support of them. So, um, most couples, I will say, have the same faith. I think that's something a lot of people bond over. Um, I'm very lucky that my husband has the same views that I do, or at least is open to my views. Even though, um, his family is primarily Catholic, my family was kind of a hodgepodge of things. Like my grandmother was Catholic. Um, my grandfather was agnostic like I am. And then my mother was 
Christian or is Christian. Um, and I actually used to be Christian or identify, uh, with Christianity, but so far, um, in my adult life, I've chosen to, um, just lean more towards an agnostic, uh, belief system because I, I just feel that that is, you know, how I view, um, any higher power. I'm not saying that, there isn't a God or that there isn't a higher power. I'm just saying that I don't know what there is and I'm not going to make an affiliation to a specific religion. So um, that's one thing I do want to point out. A lot of people think that when someone says they're agnostic, that they're saying that they are an atheist. I am not an atheist. I do not, not believe in God. I'm just saying I don't know who God is or what a God would look like or what that higher power would look like. I'm just saying that, yes, there's something out there, but I don't know what it is. And I don't think everyone else knows what it is either. Um, I think people have concepts that they come up with and that's where religion is really rooted. But again, that's my own opinion, not saying that your, your faith or religious preferences are wrong. I'm just saying that I'm not confirming nor disconfirming them. So the next thing I want to talk about is how to deal with social pressures. Um, I think a lot of the times when people discuss religion, they don't want to admit this, but they love to shove it down your throats. Like, (laughs) I'm sorry, and this could just be my experience, but I've had a lot of people in in many different religions, um, And I will say specifically like Christianity and Catholicism, I think are more so the culprits in this sense. And there's so many other different religions I could go on, but this has been my experience is Catholicism and Christianity where people from that religious family will, you know, ask questions like, have you accepted God and Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And I'm like, um, hi, my name is Emily. I don't know you, but it is nice to meet you. And, you know, I just feel really awkward. So I try to (laughs) stray away from, um, conversations that I feel like are going to lead that way when I know someone's very religious or maybe, um, just has an interest in like, spreading their religious views to others, which is okay. But I think it's very important not to push people into trying to believe your religion or aligning with your religion. It's important to give them the opportunity to be informed if they want to, ask questions if they want to, and make decisions based off of the information that they have or that they're given. Um, A lot of people don't have the right information all of the time, but... Most people have an idea of each religious structure um, within, you know, each faith because it's kind of prominent out there. Like you, and it's kind of bad to do this. You shouldn't generalize things, but, you know, Christianity can be very liberal. So that's why it's, it's pretty popular. Um, Catholicism is a little bit more conservative, um, which is okay. Um, Judaism has very specific rules and, and, um, models within their, their family, within their community and so on and so forth. It goes that way with every religion really, but, um, we all kind of have a general understanding of each religion or we have 
stigmas that are related to our understanding of religions and that can really cloud our judgment and really just prevent us from like dealing with social pressures properly because if you see someone that is Muslim and you see them practicing um, one of their worshiping rituals or um, anything else, it can be very easy to make assumptions. Or if you see a woman in a, um, you know, the, the dress that is important to their culture and their religion, you might think like, oh, well, they're being suppressed. And that is not the case. A lot of women do support and follow um, the guidelines that are rolled out in their religion and in their culture um, to because they, they fully believe in it and they haven't, you know, necessarily had that um, be something that is forced upon them. They just adopt it because one, they either believe in it and they think it's important or two, it's something that has just been passed down and adopted by like their biological makeup and, and ties to their family and, and their culture. So um, we shouldn't be making assumptions, but when we're dealing with social pressures, we should definitely be open to asking questions and getting more information. And if you don't feel comfortable about talking about something, you should definitely voice those opinions too. Um, I have made it my own practice when someone talks about religion. Um, really, I've had this with my mom. Like when she talks about it, I'll listen for a little bit. But I also just, you know, ask that she respect my views and I just, you know, say, okay, well, I understand or, oh, that's, that's nice. You know, I'm glad that you're, you're enjoying that practice of yours, but that's not something I want to share in my family or that's not something I think is important for my daughter to know right now. Um, let's discuss this at another time. Or like, maybe we can just end this conversation with me saying that I respect your views and I, I'd like you to respect mine and move forward. So um, that's how I deal with social pressures. I just try to be as informed as possible and um, also set boundaries that I feel are going to be respectful of both parties. The next thing I want to talk about is empowering independence through education and choice. So um, when I say that, I have three beautiful daughters that I want to make independent decisions. I don't want them to feel that they have to always come to me and my husband to formulate their own opinions, their own views of the world, because let's be real, when they are older, as much as they will be fully welcome to come back to me and their dad at any time and lean on us for support, they need to understand that the world functions outside of what we think is right and wrong and that they are going to have to make their own decisions and choices based off of what they learn and and what they experience. I know that a lot of parents and uh, family members feel that it's important to instill religious values in their children or their family members at a young age because that helps them grow up and develop in the the same practices and um, ideas that are within whatever religious um, preference they have really but I think that there is power in giving your children the option to choose. How much more powerful is it to say, you know, I did give them this information, you know, maybe, for example, uh, maybe I practiced Christianity. 
um, I have allowed them to see what the Christian faith um, has in it and what stories there are and um, all of the the word of the Bible or whatever it is that you want to share with them. Um, you can say like, oh, I've shared all of that information with them, but I have allowed them as they've grown and developed and learned new things about new cultures, new religions, I've encouraged them and empowered them to make a choice on whether or not they do identify with the the Christian belief system or if they have different beliefs. Um, I will say that can be very challenging because a lot of us want control of what our kids are doing or what our family members are doing because in our minds, we are following what we think is best. So if we are following a a, um, Christian uh, lifestyle, we think that that is the best way to get into heaven, to seek redemption and, and whatever else is important to you. Like it's very easy to try to steer your family in that direction because that's what you think is right. That is your belief system for a reason. However, I think that can be very, very taxing on relationships. You know, if you're forcing your religious views on your children, um, to the extent that they feel if they were to choose something else that they would not be welcome in your family or that they would not be loved. Or maybe there's this association that if you don't do X, Y, and Z, you're going to hell. Like that's a very, very heavy thing for a child to feel or someone that is trying to figure out their their life in general. Like that's a very, very heavy thing to expect from someone. And I also don't think that that's what America is about, you know, America is really about having the freedom to choose, having the ability to do what you want to do and believe what you want to believe, say what you want to say. And even though we have our own beliefs as individuals, we shouldn't be pushing that on other people because it may not be right for them, you know. Um, I will share that I was raised in the um, Christian faith. It wasn't bad. It wasn't a terrible experience. You know, I really believed in it. I would go to church every Sunday with my mom. Um, I got a sense of community out of that. But as I got older, I kind of saw that what I felt was hypocrisy in the religion. And that kind of opened my eyes as I became a teenager to different um theories and ideologies and what I thought was also like hypocritical um, methods within those religions as well. So I just really started to say, okay, it's not just the Christian religion that I'm not interested in. It's all religions. I really just started to feel that religion um, really was driven by people in power that maybe shouldn't be in power, you know? How many times do we hear about negative things um, relating, uh, you know, religious leaders and the, the things that they do wrong? How many times do we see people that are not practicing what they preach. Like that can be very challenging to see and to be expected to follow these strict guidelines when in reality, not everyone follows them. Um, I'm a firm believer and I'm going to say this boldly because it's something I do believe in. And I think it applies to every religion. I think it applies to every 
um, other type of spirituality is that you cannot sin Monday through Saturday and on Sunday repent your sins or say that you, you've been absolved of your sins because you, you prayed, you showed up to church, um, you, you gave to the, the donation collection, you know, whatever it is. I know that sounds terrible. But I really don't know what it's called because <laughs> I haven't gone to church in a while, but, um, you know, you can do all of these things at church. You can, you know, take your communion. You can, pray, you can speak with a a religious leader and and get their opinions, but that doesn't erase any of the bad that you did all week long. Not saying that you shouldn't be forgiven, but I think what I've found is that a lot of people live by religious values and views um, that are important to them, and that's okay. That's something that a lot of people need um, to kind of direct their lives and and that's okay but the problem that I have is when people preach this lifestyle that they're living and that this religious you know lifestyle and and um, belief system that they think is so important to them but then they do things that kind of contradict all of that you know like if you're very religious or you believe in God and you believe in acceptance and respecting others and treating others how you want to be treated and you know that's a very common message um, in many different religions then you should not be gossiping I'm sorry you should not ever gossip you know why because it's not the right thing to do. God wouldn't want you to be talking about other people if that's what you've been preaching all week, but then you turn around and and gossip when something affects you. Yes, it's human nature, but it's also very wrong to persecute other people, but not hold yourself accountable to those same standards. And then on the other flip side, it's not okay to hold yourself accountable in the fact, well, I went to church. I said I was sorry. I prayed about it. I feel better about it. Now let me move on. And you don't do any work to correct that behavior or those those traits, those characteristics that you have. Um, that's just my take. That's kind of a tangent. But I really just feel that a lot of religions don't practice what they preach. And they sometimes excuse their behaviors because of their connection um, to their faith. And I think that's something that that ruins religion for a lot of people. Um, even though I do not identify with any religion or I'm affiliated with any religious communities, I think that faith can be very healing for a lot of people because it gives them a sense of purpose. Um, I think it gives them a sense of community. And as much as I don't participate in it, I do understand it and I try to respect it as best I can because some people need that. You know, they need to feel like there is an outline on how to live life because let me tell you, life is crazy. We could go our whole lives trying to navigate it, doing the right things, but if we're not following a guideline or, or a playbook, I guess, if you want to call it that, then we kind of feel lost and we don't know our sense of purpose. We don't know what the next steps should look like. We don't know what our future should look like and what we should do to get there. So um, I think that faith can be very important to people because of that. However, to some people it's not, and that's okay too. You know, I personally believe 
that my family and myself can navigate through life by trying to be good people. And when I say good people, we do things selflessly. We learn from our our mistakes. Um, I really do believe in the four agreements by um, Don Miguel Ruiz. I know that a lot of people may not be familiar, but um, definitely something you should look up is the four agreements. He does have a few other books too. Um, something, Something to take into consideration, but I in the past few years have really tried to live my life by those four agreements. And I think it's, it's led me to a more positive place. So I've kind of transitioned from, you know, having just an open, uh, manner of my spirituality by really identifying with those four agreements that he, he discusses. So I don't want to ruin them. And I also don't want to bog down this episode with my own personal beliefs because I don't want to force it on people. I don't want people to think that I'm saying this is the right way, but I do think it's important to have the power to choose what you want to do and not feel like you are being bullied into it and also be open enough to to listen to other people's experiences, listen to other people's interests and and um, their practices because it could really educate you and open your mind. It could give you ideas that maybe are important to you, you know, um, just be open. So that was kind of a little bit of a, a drive away, but um, I think empowering independence through education and choice helps us to become better people. I feel better about my choices because I know that I'm educated. I know that I'm open to learning more. um, And I know that I don't shoot down people's ideas just because I don't understand them. And I think that's something we need to keep in mind. Do not shoot down people's ideas or feel that they are doing something wrong just because you don't understand what they're doing or how they feel. It's always good to try to put yourself in people's shoes. And it's also okay to remember that there are going to be differences. Um, You're going to have people that are super religious that you love and care about and you respect, and you're going to have people that aren't. And that's okay too. There's nothing wrong with either way of living. It's just how the world is. So that's my take on spirituality. I hope you enjoyed. If you have questions, I'm always happy to answer. And I'm hoping that I have at least opened your eyes to some of maybe the spiritual questions that you have in your life. Um, I really do believe in energy and just sending out good energy into the world and good vibrations into the world. So I'm hoping that all of you have a beautiful day. Keep your energy high, protect your peace, protect your mind. And I hope to catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 10 about spirituality. It is always difficult to have conversations around things that people feel so personal about. So I mean, no offense in anything that I said throughout this episode. Again, these are just my personal views and perspectives, and I'm happy to answer questions and and open a dialogue if you have anything that you'd like to follow up with. So please feel free to follow me on Instagram at Mama Moon's Journey, and that's M-O-M-M-A, Moon's Journey. 
And you can also subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening from. If you would like to leave a review, I would greatly appreciate it. Leave a comment. Um, That would really help me know if this is the right podcast that you're listening to and if I'm talking about the right things. Wishing you all a wonderful day. Hope to hear from you soon.